Hello, my name is Lewis Foyer, and welcome to My Business is Your Business. It's a podcast all about helping you grow your revenues. You know, I've been doing this podcast for a little over two years. There's many, many programs on sales, marketing, customer service, managing your territory, and I hope that you'll take time to use them in your staff training, the minute you have a new employee or your sales staff, or for discussions at your next meeting. There's so much to learn when it comes to sales and marketing and customer service, and it's not easy. There's a lot to think about. And today's episode is about making the most of your sales time. You know, a day just goes so quickly. And especially for people in sales and marketing, there's calls to do, both on the phone and some, of course, in person. And then there's all that documentation, writing down where you've been, any promises you've made, and what you're going to do before you meet with that potential client again. There's a lot to consider, and time moves so quickly in an eight-hour day. You know, there's those stops for coffee and lunch, and maybe even a minute or two to go to the bathroom. A day goes by. Even a traffic jam can mess us up. But let me give you today some of the most important things to consider during your day and as you plan your day. Now, let me just mention something about planning your day. If you're looking ahead to next week and planning a week's list of calls and items to attend to, don't do it Monday morning. Make sure you've completed that list on Friday so you have time to digest what you're going to do, the materials you need to carry with you in your car, what you may need to say at a meeting or materials you needed to bring with you that you promised you would at the last meeting. It does take planning. In fact, sometimes it's even interesting to bring with you other members of your staff. It just lets the people you do business with know there's a whole team back in the office trying their best to get it right and doing everything they can to make you happy. Now, what are the points I want to address today? Number one, age-old question. How many calls can I make a day? Well, you know, there's a various types of calls. Some are presentation calls where you actually teach people about your company. You give them a full explanation of your services, your operation, and all that you offer. And for me, the second class is the check-in calls. That's where you stop by existing customers and let them know you're there. You're checking to see if everything's okay and verifying the service is exactly what they expect. So how many of those calls can you make a day? Well, there's lots to consider. I think if you do four to six calls a day and really stop and talk to your customer, you may be successful. I know some of you listening today have bosses that say, you need to make 10 calls a day. And I've seen sales reps do something that's really kind of strange. Before the end of the day, they get out their call report. They list calls they didn't make, but they put numbers down so they don't get yelled at. You know what? Four to seven calls a day, that may be just enough. Because if you did that, you'd be reaching over 20 good calls a week. 
and sending a message and mixing those with presentation calls and check-in calls may be enough to keep the business and to gain new business. Because I always recommend 15% of your calls every week should be to people who don't know who you are, that may be learning about you for the very first time. Those are important calls. They're calls about building the future. Their calls about protecting you from those who may leave you, who no longer want to use your services and need to be replaced if you cannot solve their problem. Number two, consider the amount of time for each call. Those presentation calls may take an hour. You may be sitting with a small staff discussing the slides you're presenting or the services you offer or a more in-depth review of your quality assurance program. If it's a day with only check-in calls, yes, you may be able to do 8, 10, or even 12 of those a day. Number three, be wary of the calls that are going to take more time than you had intended. So although you have the whole day planned and you packed it with 12 calls, let's be realistic. That half-hour call, if they like you, could turn into an hour. Be ready to stay longer than you thought. Be ready for them to like you and ask even more questions than you counted on. So you may have to extend the length of any of your calls. You may go in to see a client and find out there's a problem, a problem you never counted on, a problem they never shared with you before. They were waiting for you to come in to tell you exactly what they thought of your service or the attitude of someone on the phone. Do not plan to stick exactly to your time frame, especially if you've booked too many appointments for the same day. Number four, always consider drive time issues. You know, too often we get stuck in traffic we weren't counting on. We just didn't plan for there to be an accident right in front of our car. We never thought the bridge would be out or the traffic would be so bad. If you're going to be late and you're stuck in some of that traffic, it's always best to call ahead. Let your client know that you may be late, and if possible, could they still keep the appointment they had with you at a few minute later time, or would it be best to reschedule? Being polite and being honest is a great way to handle the drive time delays. Just don't show up 15 minutes late without calling him and letting them know that's about to happen. And then we need to consider number five, that parking issue and the walk to the office. Yes, that upfront spot you got six weeks ago is no longer available. You may have to walk several blocks to get to the office. You may have to get in line to get into the parking garage or get someone to take your car. Parking can be an issue anywhere you go, and you need to be prepared for the delay. You may want to even go a little earlier than you thought, because the consideration of where you put your car may be the highlight of your day. You don't want that to be the reason you're late. It's great to get to the hospital on time or get to the accountant on time and only to find there's no place to put your car. And then number six is the wait time. 
who would have thought if you had 11 o'clock appointment, they're going to ask you to stay till 1130. You see, the boss is tied up. He wanted to know if it would be okay if he spent another 25 minutes sitting in the waiting room. You know what? If you've waited months for the appointment, it may be best to just sit in the waiting room, open up your iPad or a book, and enjoy your coffee until it's your time to meet with management. You could get all kind of fussy about it and say, no, I just don't have time to wait. But you know what? Often the customer can replace you with somebody else. They really don't care if you walk out. To them, that could be an advantage. One less person to see. So be considerate. Be considerate of your time and others and bring patience with you. You may have to wait, and it will be great if the potential customer is even willing to see you, although they are running late. And finally, talk about follow-up and preparation time. If you just think you can take that schedule and run off to those 10 appointments without thinking about what you're going to do, what you're going to say, and what you need to bring with you for the appointment, you're making a mysterious mistake. You see, if it's a new customer, you do not get a second chance to make the first impression. And time goes so quickly. Well, it actually goes the same speed for you and for me, but some have the ability to waste it, not plan for it, and not treasure it. So in my seven-point plan, let me review again. Consider the number of calls you have a day, the amount of time you may need for each call, the length of time you may need to extend the call if they like you, which I hope they do, the drive time to get to the call. You don't want to be spending your entire day in the car. You don't want to be nervous making that drive. You also need to consider parking and your walk time. You always need to consider, what if I have to wait? Will it throw off my schedule and my next appointment? And, that, and first of all, and probably most important, is what am I going to need to do directly after the call? Something I may have promised to do in the next 30 minutes or the next hour or certainly that day. You see, time is an interesting phenomenon to me. You know, I've been, been in the seminar business a long time. When someone says you begin at 8 o'clock, they don't mean 5 after 8. I spent my life watching my clock. Time is important because once it's over, it's over. You don't get it back. Once you fail, fail to show up for an appointment, you may never get the chance to reschedule, and you may never get the chance to do it again. <laughs> I always laugh when people say they don't have time to do something. Because you know what? We all seem to have time to do what we want to do. But for those who don't make a schedule, for those who don't have a watch or carry their, their phone with a clock and watch it all day, you're going to be the loser. Because when the day is over, you'll be on to tomorrow's schedule. You need to get done today what you promised to do today. Because for a salesperson, Time goes so quickly. And you know, it's the law of averages. The more people you see, the more contacts you make, the better will be your chance of increasing your business. You want to impress the customer that you will keep your promises by keeping that 10 o'clock appointment and remembering to bring the 14 flyers that you said you would do 
or the complaint form that you use in the office, make the most of the time you have. And that's one of the reasons I developed my business is your business. Short, concise, I hope meaningful episodes of a podcast. A podcast that is not only made for you listening today, but my hope, and it always has been, that you'll share it with the people in your office, with your colleagues, and possibly with those who are on your team. Make the most of your business. Enjoy my programs, because my business is your business. I do want to say that my work now involves many free programs for those who are interested in a customer service program for their staff or for their association. If I can provide that for you, let me know. My email address is lewis at dynamicseminars.com. Lewis at dynamicseminars.com. I can be reached at 954 3875049389549548387504 look forward to helping you in any way answering your questions or being a part of your next staff meeting the best to you and my business is your business have a great day